From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football! Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me, as always, is my co-founder here at Cheesehead TV, Mr. Corey Banky. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast room for the first time for myself. And Corey joins us across the street from Lambeau Field, live from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Corey, what is on tap tonight? Tonight, we breeze past the meaningless loss to the Lions and look ahead to who the Packers might possibly face in the playoffs. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good, we got... Patrick Taylor, 50-plus yards and a touchdown. Way to go, buddy. We got the bad, we got... Jordan Love, two picks. One of them, probably not your fault, but the ball is life, son. We got the ugly, we got... Fatalistic Packers fans trying to declare whatever Jordan Love might be in the future because of some play in the second half of a meaningless game in 2022, year of our Lord. Corey, nothing ever changes. It's like time is a flat circle. I remember people saying how awful Aaron Rodgers was because of some mop-up duty. And now, years later, we're right back where we were. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing all right. Long week, but, uh, you know. It's Wednesday, Wednesday night. Here we go. Wednesday night means it's Packer Transplants night. And you know what that means. That's right. You know what that means. That means the hotness, Nagler. It is time for some hotness. Let's get right to it. It is time for the hotness. And, uh, you know, we, we always like to, to share a little little bit of hotness, a little bit of love each and every week here on Packer Transplants. And this week, we're going to go give a little shine to a gentleman who was drafted in the third round. And when he was drafted, a lot of naysayers, a lot of those fatalistic Packers fans we were talking about earlier, they were, oh, he, he's just a fullback. This is a terrible pick. Well, this is awful. Why did they select him? I'll tell you why they selected him. Because of this. Roll it. Let's look at the hotness here. Josiah DeGuara, little tight end screen. Oh, my goodness. Look at this gentleman here. Guys rolling off of him, outrunning the defense. Corey, let me ask you something. Does that look like a fullback to you? Uh, No. Doesn't look because like that doesn't end. look like a fullback to me. Looks like a tight end. Looks like taking a, a tight end like a tight screen end. to the what, house. What I want to know is what I want to know is where where were those? Where's that speed come from? Like I haven't seen that all year. You've seen him Pretty do nice. it good. You've seen him have nice catches in the backfield. You've seen right. him make some nice plays, but we haven't seen that from him all season. So hey, I'm I'm here for almost, it. Almost it's almost like he was coming off an ACL injury last you know Interesting. week four of last year and he's, like he's rounding into shape and getting better and stronger it's amazing how that works but yes Josiah DeGuara <laughs> is this week's hotness gotta love it love seeing him turn on the afterburners like you say um shout out shout out to uh Josiah DeGuara now it's time for Corey's favorite segment time for some Packers news because there's a lot of news. it we got to get to it uh first news. up we got Randall Cobb Jair Alexander Zadarius Smith and Josh Myers all practicing today. 
All right. Pretty dope. But no Bakhtiari practicing today, by the way. Hey, 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 wait. Would you stop jumping up in oh, the script? Oh, we jumped. Can we, just get to, can we just get to what we're talking about here first? There's Sorry. a lot of people here on this list. <laughs> I mean, how exciting is it that we got Randall Cobb, Jair Alexander, I mean, it's, Billy it's Turner doing individual stuff, Zadarius Smith Crazy. back on the practice field for the first time since week one, and Josh Myers, the rookie center, all practicing. Exciting stuff. Now, as I Corey like indicates... As Corey indicates, and tried to jump ahead to, David Bakhtiari did not practice today. He mm, was given a I rest don't like day. This at all. He was given a, like a, it. it's just it's just load management. It's fine. It's all good. Relax. As as you're gonna see after Blogosphere, I mean, this man was a beast in this game. Seriously. Yes, he was. Like he, yes, he was. He definitely shows he is a man among boys, and I'm not trying to hate on anybody on the offensive line, but oh nope, my nope, lord, nope. is he a difference maker for our offense? It's ridiculous. It is. It is. It is interesting. Uh, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about it in a little bit, and they're in the offensive section. But yes, a thousand percent. Everything you just said, correct. A billion percent. Um, the other unfortunate piece of news today: Lucas Patrick placed on the COVID reserve list. And mm. I know COVID is a way of life now in the NFL. You hope guys are able to get off this list quickly, obviously. And the fact that they have a week here. Where yeah, well, that's the thing. The NFL moved to five days, right? They're on yeah, five days that, now? There's, the, there's the five days, and um, hopefully they can test out of it and just get back on the practice field next week. Um, all of that. A billion <laughs> Bless Woo! you. But COVID. it's also nice. I don't know. It's also nice. Speaking of COVID. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that to me. Uh, <laughs> on top of that, um, you know, Lucas Patrick uh, balling out uh, wherever they put him. Um, so yep. hopefully, hopefully it's, you know, well-timed with the uh, the bye week here. Sending our best. Hope, hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. Um Next up, we got Nathaniel Hackett and Luke Getze both getting interview requests. Obviously, we already knew Hackett had had one from the Jaguars. Now, both the Bears and the Broncos looking to interview him. And the Broncos also looking to interview Luke Getze. Now, some have already surmised that this could possibly be paving the way for an Aaron Rodgers trade if they both land or one of them lands in Denver, but... Um, I think that's putting the cart before the horse a little bit. Uh, I obviously wish the best for these gentlemen, selfishly yeah. as a Packers fan, hoping they don't go anywhere, clearly, because love what they're doing in Green Bay. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, other other on. news on the uh, – life does move on. Other, other news on the interviewing front, a former Packers executive in personnel, Elliot Wolf, interviewing for the Bears GM position. Or at least has oh my been, Lord. an interview like request this. has been put in. I, don't like I love all. it. I said on Twitter today, I hope he gets the job. I want all the drama. I want all the narratives. He's good, though. He's good, the, the, though. The spectacular. He's probably going to be good at his job, and I don't want that. I agree. The spurned son of a <sighs> Packers legend coming back to haunt them. Oh, give me all that narrative. I, like I love it so much. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And also – I know Elliot somewhat. We go back a ways, and I think he's a good dude, and I think he's good at his job, and I'd love to see him get a GM gig. And I, I love the idea of him and Brian battling it out. I just think that's great. So, so if he um, gets the job, are you going to quit uh, Cheesehead TV and take Hub Arkush's job? 
Are you high? <laughs> How much have you been smoking tonight? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that you would even ask that. That you even suggest it, sir. I just think that's funny. If you took Hub's job, I would totally hate you for the rest of my life. I'm just letting you know. I, I, I understand that. But, you see, I want Elliot to get that job the same way I want Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys to end up in Lambeau during the playoffs. And I know it can't happen this week, but I want that scenario. I want the drama. Yeah. It's like the Joker yeah, yeah. in Dark Knight, you know? Yeah, Some you like men the story threads. just want to watch the world burn. I just, I just love it. I just love it. I just, it'd be fun. The drama would be hilarious. Um, and then finally, a little piece of news. There's a lot of on the day, on this day, but this one kind of, kind of blew my mind. On this day, January 12th, Corey Banky, the Green Bay Packers beat the Carolina Panthers in the NFC Championship game today, January 12th, to advance to the Super Bowl. And That's we haven't even sweet. started the playoffs yet in 2021, 2022 now. Crazy. It's kind of funny how the NFL has incrementally made sure this season gets yep. longer and longer. Well done, NFL. Yep. Well done. But that was a great, great, great game, obviously. And uh, from Dorsey Levin wheel routes to the whole crew, whether it's Edgar Bennett, whether it's Brett Favre, whether it's Reggie White, Leroy Butler. Reggie White. Game. So Reggie great. White had a great so game. So great. So great to remember. Um, all right. Let's talk about the offense and talk about what you were talking about. What a debut for Bakhtiari. I mean, the job that he did. And it was kind of funny to listen to Aaron Rodgers both yesterday on McAfee and then today uh, with the media availability. I think Spoon asked him the question. Both times he brought up Bakhtiari um, chastising or giving Rodgers grief about holding on to the ball for so long because there was such a nice pocket for him to move around in. It's like, yeah, at, at times there's been you know, overmatched offensive line play where Rodgers has had to get the ball out. But Sunday in Detroit, he just kept holding on to it and running around mm. and, and making plays. And Bakhtiari was literally shaking his head at Rodgers because <laughs> it's like, yo, well, what is this? Get the ball out of your hand. I love it, though. I mean, I, I don't think Bakhtiari. it's a coincidence. I don't think it's nope. a coincidence at all that the first time the Packers had a touchdown drive for their first drive in the game for this season that he was back. Like Bakhtiari, I don't. I think tackle? those those two things are aligned for sure. You've connected for the sure. I've connected. You've connected them. I've connected the offense. I mean, <laughs> I I said it after the NFC Championship game. I was like, the number one reason we lost the NFC Championship game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is because David Bakhtiari was out of the game. I mean, it's a huge one. Yeah, it's a huge one. There's no doubt about it. Oh, and debut. the fact that our offense couldn't make any points. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're not going down Sorry. that road. Not going down that road. It's so a new year. We're on the precipice of the playoffs, Banky. Don't don't go down that road. Um, I mean, I was going to say, like, how exciting is it? Like, you know, talk about privilege, okay? How exciting yeah. is it that okay. this time last year we were in the same position that we're in right now, and we have a we have arguably a better team across all fronts. Um, you could make a position. You could make a, a case for we might have had a better offense, but I don't know that that's the case really statistically anymore. But it's pretty, it's pretty amazing the Green Bay Packers run in the last 12 months, if you really want to get down to it, last 24 months, really. So I mean, and yeah. big shout-out to Brian Gutekunst for keeping the band together. Um, to your point about the offense, I don't think it's, the offense is as good or as efficient, but I do think they've been dealing with a lot of injuries up front, and that has certainly played a role. 
Matt himself was asked about it today, and he said there are certainly things he hasn't been able to get to this year offensively that hopefully he will be able to get to in the playoffs because mm-hmm. they'll have Bakhtiari, they'll have Myers, they'll have Billy Turner, you know, hopefully. Um, so it's going to be fun to watch this group try to gel, you know, yep. up front. But if Sunday was any indication in Detroit with Bakhtiari and Myers, I'm all in, baby. I love it. I love this idea. Um, next up, we have DeGuara and Lazard stepping up. I just wanted to give them both shout-out. Obviously, we just mentioned DeGuara with the hotness, but overall, he has been playing, um, I think, at a pretty damn high level, along with Alan Lazard, who clearly gets the kudos. We've been talking about him for a couple weeks, but, hey, in a game and uh, a playoff scenario where you have to think teams are definitely going to be keying on Devontae Adams. We all know that's going to happen. They yeah. need these guys to hit the ground running, so to speak, come playoff time. And the fact that both DeGuara and Lazard are giving them, you know, not only you know big plays, but just quality reps down in and down out, it portends great things. Now you add Cobb back into the mix – Hopefully MVS, yeah. you know, is able to come back from this back thing. I mean, you can really start cooking with gas on offense. So uh, hopefully they, they, they keep this up. The week off doesn't derail kind of the strides they've made because I think both of these guys have done some really good stuff for the offense over the course of like the last month or so. Well, and um, you got to imagine two things that open themselves up for um, uh, Cobb is Cobb in the slot with a true number two. Right, that's danger, right? That's danger yep. sauce. And early in if the you, year, you got the perimeters. You know, the perimeters kind of yeah. demand, and oh, we have to really worry about that. Well, hello, middle of the field. Yeah, that's a good. Idea. I don't think I. I don't think, and I don't think that you know, given the training camp that we had, I don't think either of us would say, oh, by the end of the season, Alan Lazard is going to be a true NFL number two wide receiver for this team. Right. I think yeah. we probably I, I would have thought, thought would be, it would be MVS. I would have thought it would right? be MVS because he had a great camp. And unfortunately, MVS yep. has just been dealing with injuries, you know? He hasn't been able to stay yep. on the field. But when he's been out there, he's been pretty solid. But I'm with you, especially since the Rams game. Lazard has been lights out, man. He's been lights out. He has absolutely stepped up. And it's just not. And he's still doing the dirty work. It's like we always used to talk about him as – Oh, he really obviously brings it in the run game, does a lot of dirty work as far as chipping the, the premier pass rushers. They had this yep. murderer's row of pass rushers that they faced early in the season, and Lazard was like a goon in that regard, like trying to help beat up these guys. He's still doing all that, but now yep. he's like coming down with his 50-50 balls, doing great work in the passing game, his route running, getting open, making himself available on scramble drills for Rodgers. Like, yo, Lazard is a complete player in a way I don't think he was. To your point, I don't think he was at the beginning of the year. But really, the stretch of this like last month or so, he has really, really put it all together, which you got to love. Just got to love. Oh, speaking of got to love and love in itself, how about Jordan Love? Uh, mm. Uneven. Uneven game, as expected, yeah. or as that should Two be expected. Yep. Why do people expect this kid to come in and just be like Joe Montana? I don't understand. Like, he is a very young player who does not get the opportunity to play. Like, this is this, this is it, man. You're watching development. Like, I'm sorry it's not like I mean, stepping in in a video game and putting up five touchdowns for you, but that's life in the NFL. 
the answer to your question nuts. when you said why do people the same people who say that AJ Dillon is a bust for a draft pick are the people right. who don't understand that you can develop players. It it starts and ends with the dick. So just gonna put that out there. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does. The draft industrial complex. The draft does industrial complex. Kind of warp people's people. brains. Yes. It yes, warps it does, everybody's it mind. It's like it does kind of warp wow. people's expectations. But it's not just that. I just I think there's there's more to it than just the draft stuff, right? Like obviously that's a huge component. I think there's no question about it. But I literally had someone on Packers Daily this morning talking about how I went back and watched Jordan Love's first two year or Aaron Rodgers' first two years, and he wasn't nearly as bad as you say. And like mm-hmm. it took everything inside me not to completely explode, but I did kind of take the person to task because I'm like, first of all. It's literally impossible to go back and watch Aaron Rodgers' first two years because all that he did was play in the preseason, uh, run stuff in in training camp, and then have a couple games of mop-up duty. Like, you probably went and watched some YouTube highlights. I have zero doubt Mm -hmm. about that. But people don't understand how rough it was those first couple years for Aaron Rodgers. They don't. Hell, in his third year, they don't understand how rough it was. In his fourth year, when he became the starter, he was booed on family night. Yeah. Four yeah. years in, booed on family night. I was there. You know why he but was a lot booed? Because he was bad. <laughs> but a lot of that, but a lot, I, okay, hold on. That's a little bit of like rewriting history for one second. So I was there, Banky! A lot of him being booed was some baggage from the whole Favre trade and all that stuff, okay? This is my point. Why do you think people hate on Jordan Love right now? Because Aaron Rodgers is a god, and he's winning MVPs, and so, therefore, Jordan Love must be awful. I know, but we haven't traded Rodgers. We're going to do that next year, so, you know? Fair point. Fair point. But people are just greasing the skids, you know? They're, like, ready just to hate that move if it happens, and... I'm not saying that movie is for sure going to happen, but if it does, everyone's ready to say the Packers are complete morons, don't know what they're doing, just like they did when they traded Brett Favre. It's like, can we just relax and let the kid play and develop? That's all I ask. Rather than, like, making these false fucking claims that, like, oh, he's a complete bust because he hasn't lit the world on fire in some mop-up duty. You know, it's just, it, I just—I mean, it, it I, me I will say though, I was—I was—I mean, he did have that—he had that touchdown uh, that we showed earlier, and then you the know, touchdown. He I had did, a two-point conversion. I had some—I had, he, had he some faith that he was going to do the comeback, and that would have been—that would have been the funny thing is, it would have like, been great. With, yes, of course. With development, the fun thing about development—it's like pre-camp, okay? It's like you—you you don't want to hate on the negatives because people are developing, but you can actually like the positives are big, you know, and and they're you know you have to take them with a grain of salt too, but like the positives are so huge, but the negatives are a little right. bit less. So that's kind of nice. Well, you just you good. want them to learn from it, like you want guys whether yeah. it's a quarterback, whether it's a tackle, whether it's a corner, you just want guys yeah. to learn from it, and that's why I asked Matt about the interceptions because it's like. If there's one thing that a young quarterback needs to learn, it's how precious possession is. Now, obviously, that first interception, yep. it's really hard to put that on Jordan, right? Yeah. Guy jumps up, ball gets tipped, definitely. And still, Amari has a chance to catch it. 
I, I get, and even that, like Amari, it's like, okay, it was tipped. It's like the flight of the ball changes. Yeah. I get it all that. He should have caught it. Eye, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's bang, bang. Should have caught it, but I get it, right? So it's hard to put that one on Jordan. But the last one, Matt himself said today, like, yes, that's a throw that you would hope he could make, even with a guy in his face, whatever. But if you, like, eat it and live to fight another down, just get guys up because it's not a deep route, like, whatever. Like, these are the things that you're hoping he takes away and he learns from. That's it. And that's all. That's all it is. It's not bigger than that. It's not smaller than that. It's just a moment of development. And there's no way for us to know. There's zero way for us to know what it portends for the future. Yet everyone wants to say, oh, it's this or it's that. We have no idea. That's what drives me nuts. As also, well, just you know. FYI, you, you can be a good quarterback and throw picks, by the way. Brett Favre says hi. Look behind you. Yes. Look behind you over your left shoulder. Oh, oh, this shoulder right here. That guy? That guy? Wait, take me wide. Take me yeah. wide. Take he me wide. He was really because... good. And oh, this guy. Oh, we don't quite have it. He threw a ton no. of picks. You see his More mouth. than anyone else. You see his mouth. More, More than anyone yeah. else in the history of uh, the NFL. And he was pretty good. He was all right. Yeah, you know, he, he, he was good. He was kind of good. He was all right. You know? He was all right. Third uh, best quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. So, you know. Third best. I would agree with that assessment. Um, after Lynn Dickey. No, I'm kidding. Um, but love me some Lynn Dickey. All right, let's go. Let's flip it over to the defensive side of the ball, shall we? Uh, yeah, defense. It. Defense. Do your job. Do your job. Don't do someone else's job. Do your job. Now, look, I know we all looked at those trick plays, right? And we heard Matt after the game. He was pretty heated about it. Do your job. We think, oh, you know, it's just the trick plays, not that bad. But what's 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 con- disconcerting is that there's a touchdown that the Lions throw to St. Brown, where they're literally supposed to be doubling him, and he's wide open. Mm. I mean, I get it's a meaningless game, and I I get we're like you know week eighteen whatever, but man, that's that's disconcerting. Like, if the mm. call is to double a receiver who ends up wide open, come on now. Come on. I'm on fa- I'm Do on your job. I got, Do I got, your I got job. something. I got – here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? Name a better NFC front four once we get Z back in. Can't do it. Can't do it. When that front four – when that front four comes to play, you are – it doesn't matter who your cornerback is. And then you got Jair. Okay. I mean, come on. All right. This defense, I, I say, I this Tampa's defense is about. Pretty good. Nagler, Nagler, Nagler. You want to Nagler, Nagler. I'm gonna look right in the camera, Nagler. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Listen to me, Nagler. This defense is about to blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I look forward to that. I definitely look forward to that. Hey, you mentioned Jair Alexander, and yes. it's interesting getting Jair back on the practice field. I've gotten this question a million times probably in the last, like, I guess two, maybe two weeks to ten days. Where does Jair fit? Anywhere. He can be your number one. He can be your number two. He can be your slot. You can be whatever you want him to be. Jair is so good, he fits anywhere. Now, 
I don't think anyone is under any illusions, at least they shouldn't be, that Jair is going to walk back in and be the number one corner. I mean, don't get that twisted. They're still going to put him mm. on whatever premier receivers they're facing. Of course. Um, of course. But this consternation, this idea of like, oh, no, where do we fit Jair? Are you kidding me? This is the greatest thing to happen for this defense the entirety of the season is getting Jair back. Like, he is such a valuable chess piece. And I'm not, I know a lot of people think of it as, oh, he eliminates one side of the field. That's not really how this defense operates. But they can utilize him any number of different ways. And I am here for it all. I'm here if he wants to blitz the quarterback, if he wants to shade to the number one, if he wants to play, hell, if he wants to play the slot and start dominating the run. I don't care. Get him on the field. Have him utilize however he wants. I, just people trying to like slot him into one thing or the other. He's got to do this. No, he is he is a queen on a chessboard. He is the most powerful piece, and I for mm-hmm. one cannot wait to get him back. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna knit with that. The most powerful right. piece on the defensive chessboard is only one person mm-hmm. and one person only. Who's that? Who that? And that man's name is Kenny Clark. Okay, most powerful packer, most powerful defensive packer. I think. I think he's the probably the best player on the field for the Packers on defense. Um, but I think Jair's uh, versatility and ability probably makes him the most powerful. But that's just me. I hear you. Just from a I hear you schematics, just from a schematic I standpoint. I think your I, I think say, I think your thoughts are going to change when Kenny starts turning starts doing some Reggie White like hey, moves because that's the if thing. Kenny, like, if Kenny has the Kenny kind can of turn that corner and can go take it over the top. Woo! I love that you said. I love that you said turn the corner because you realize I love this little stat that uh, Zach found from PFF. He uh, he lined up outside the tackle more this year mm. than he has in his like entire career. And interesting, the guy was just like balling, balling out from like remember. And what's funny, if you'll remember, you go back to the draft show here at Cheesehead TV when we talked to Kenny via Zoom. He talked yep. about how this scheme was going to get him moving around a lot and how he was going to be working outside a lot more, and he was really excited about that. So hopefully we'll see some more of that in the playoffs, no doubt about it. Um, hey, speaking of the defense, I, I got a little fun fact for you here at Banky. Do you, yeah. I know how you all always like to come out with your notes and your statistics and you look not at the always, rankings. Not always, only sometimes. Only I know. Sometimes. Well, not tonight, obviously. Um, when, you're, when you're engaged, but not always. But here's a little fun fact for you, though, you know, Corey Banky here. I thought you would appreciate this. So the Packers' defense this year, now where the regular season is over, they have finished yep. ninth overall and mm-hmm. 13th in scoring. Guess where they were last year with those rankings, with both overall and in scoring? Where were they in, where? in 2020? Ninth overall and 13th in scoring. The same. That's exactly where they were. They're the the exact same rankings-wise. Here's the thing, though. Middle of the year, they are much better defense than they were last year, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. It's just funny to me. It is Remember how, like, the consternation of, we got to have a top-10 defense. I know. And we do. Well, and the other thing is. You've got to have a top-10 defense. It's like, no, you have to have a defense that's playing well. When it matters, yeah. and plays good complementary yeah. football, that's what matters. Well, I think that the two the two biggest things that we didn't have last year, the two two 
key impact players besides those of, of that were injured, right? Z coming back is obviously huge. The two biggest is Devondre Campbell and Russell Boom. Douglas. Boom. Boom. Like, no question. holy no freaking crap. Those two players have made such a difference. So it's funny how we did end up, but imagine had we had Z, had we I had I was just going to say. You know, it's imagine. like, uh, wow. But now, here, now here's, a, here's a rabbit imagine hole. Imagine an you, imaginary menagerie man. No, 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 exactly. No, imaginary but... menagerie man. man ah, no, you almost had it. You almost had it. Oh, but, but no, but, but that is true. And here, to, the, to your point, now imagine this. Now here's how crazy the the NFL is, right? Imagine Jair doesn't get hurt in that mm. Steelers game. They probably never pick up Razul Douglas. Ooh, that's crazy. I it, right? I you mean, just blew, you just blew my mind. I'm just saying. So now Jair's absence, he's back for the playoffs. They're a, probably a stronger, better defense going forward. You would think. Imagine it's this. Almost like Imagine you want to go. You want to go even. You want to go even deeper, Nagler. Imagine yeah. Ted Thompson was able in his last six years to oh, have boy. two pickups anywhere near as good as Roswell Douglas and Devondre Campbell. Okay, so shout out all to right. Brian because. All right. Uh, all right. I wish Ted had one of those picks a year. If he even had one of those picks, we might have taken it over the top. But no. He used to be good at that. And he really why sucked at it at the end. Why are you speaking ill of Ted? Come on now. The man the man was sucked. Because he I didn't mean, get it done at the end. Didn't get it done. I hear you. Why you got to bring didn't me down, Didn't get man? it done, Nagler. Sorry. All right. All right. Let's play. I want to play a game. I want to play a game with you. Okay. What's the game? You. And I, I didn't tell you anything about this prior to us going on the air because I wanted it to be fresh in your mind and you have to like just kind of figure it out right and we will also ask oh people in the chat but it's time to play who do you want <laughs> all right Banky that's right who do you want Banky do you want the Cardinals the 49ers the Eagles or the Rams now before you answer let me tell you a little bit about each team all right? Okay. Okay. One team has lots of star power, but a turnover-prone QB. Another team okay. has an all-or-nothing defense that likes to blitz a lot, getting some talent back, and they have a dynamic, dynamic young quarterback who likes to run around. Another one has a, a strong run game, a lot of talent on defense. We've already beat them once. And then there's another one. Has a strong offensive line, a young quarterback, and probably a suspect defense. Of those four, mm. which one are you hoping comes to Lambeau? Um, hmm. Personally, I don't care because we'll beat whoever comes. But Ooh, uh, for the go. sake of this game, uh, I'm going to go with Arizona because, you know, I just feel like we got their number and I'm not really scared of them. But I, I, I like wish, it. though, I want Arizona and then I want Tampa. I want Tampa Bay so badly. I want Do the you Bucks. really? I want the Bucks. Really? Yes. I want the Bucks. Yes, I want the Bucks. I want the Bucks, and I want and I and I'm going to take Kenny Clark for a sack and Z for a sack of Tom Brady, and then Kenny Clark back to back sacks like Reggie White did in the Super Bowl, and that that's where we're going to end the year. Wait, so get, let me get this straight. You want the yes. Bucks more than the Cowboys? Yes. I want a wow. rematch. I don't like the way and... the Bucks left Lambeau Field. I want a rematch. All right. 
So you're much more... See, I would have thought a, a student of history would probably want the Cowboys for all the times that we in the 90s went down to Dallas... I, I, I do want the, I would want the Cowboys Never got him if in I had an NFC had championship game Nagler, back in 96, Nagler. you know. I had to endure last year's NFC championship. It was the only game I went to. It was the only game most people went to. I was one of very few. Right. I think there was 14,000 right. people. I got to go with my five other cousins, and we weren't right. in my grandpa's seats, but we used my grandpa's seats to get in. And you know what? Right. That game left a bad taste in my mouth. Not as bad of a taste as the Seattle game. I was Not just as bad of say. a taste. <laughs> As the Atlanta game, two thousand seven. Wait, NFC Championship however, game, coldest game since the Ice Bowl. You were there for that one oh, too. Oh, that was I mean, the worst. You've had that, a few. The, you've had a few you know bad what? nights at Lambeau. Two thousand seven was the worst year of my life. That that game was the worst year of my life. Man. Then Seattle. Yeah. Then Seattle, because everything was there. I there was you know right. that five minutes of your we, life we, where we, you're like, I know, I I'm know. going to the Super Bowl. We're credentialed. We, we're going. We, awesome. We were all ready. We had the flights then, booked. We were ready to go. Yeah, so Tampa's like number four, I think, worse. But it's just – it was so close, and, like, we have an opportunity now to kick Tom Brady off of his perch. So I'm, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? The Cowboys can wait. I'm surprised. I'm just surprised at your recency bias. That's amazing to me. But, no, I get it. I get it. Recency I get it. bias. So I get it. I get it. I say I get it. Uh, all right. Let's do it. Let, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's roll it, Nicholas. This week in the Packer Blogosphere! That's right! It's this week in the Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Corey Banke, I know you are a frequent visitor of Packers.com. Um, I, I, it's come to my attention, though, that not everybody is. And that kind of perplexes me. And I understand the idea of state-run media. I don't want the mouthpieces for the team to tell me what's up and blah, 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 blah. But I'm here to tell people that they need to, every single day of their lives, if they are a Packers fan, visit Packers.com for no other reason than to make sure they do not miss the Rock Report. Larry McCarron is a treasure. And I love so that good. I think the other day, Matt or Aaron, one of the guys, like literally gave Larry a shout-out during a press conference, and it warmed my heart. And I was like, you know what? We need to give Rock some love. Uh, let's roll this clip from this week's Rock Report. David's very first play in over a year, aggressive pass protection, and David is good with his hands, good with his feet, and this is kind of interesting. After that initial thrust, David takes his hands away and totally frustrates the rusher. Look at him, grabbing at air. He eventually resorts to a bull rush, gets absolutely nowhere, and that very first play goes for 28 yards. Classic drop-back protection now, and David is going against Charles Harris, the Lions' leading sacker and best rusher. Harris has moves. Look at it right here. He's using that rip to try to turn the corner on David. But David is just too strong with his left hand and arm and too good with his feet to give up that corner. And this is kind of interesting. Ball is away. Here it is right here, and look at the relationship between David 
and Aaron Rodgers. You talk about width of the pocket and also look at David's body position. Knees bent, hands out, that is fundamentally perfect. Come on, it's so good. It's so good. And there's a lot more after that. There's like minutes and minutes and minutes. Like we didn't want to play the whole thing, obviously. But go to Packers.com. Check out the Rock Report. Check out everything Larry does because also McCarran the Packers the have a man. The, the Packers have a, a app for Apple TV and for Xbox, mm-hmm. and that's where I usually watch Rock, Rock Report. So those of you on so those services, it's really cool because then you can just I'll sometimes play that on a loop. It's cool. <laughs> I like it. I love I love Rock Report. Um, I love Larry is just an absolute gem of a human, and obviously he's so good at what he does. I just I just want people to like appreciate it because like look at that that's like football porn for God's sakes what he's doing right there the breakdowns I mean it's so good um, well and he always pretty much does unsung like he did Devonte when Devonte was on the show but like he doesn't go right. to the things that you normally are looking at so it's, it's no pretty exactly excellent. like exactly. you know like for instance the Lazard like where I was really learning I learned from Rock that. You know, Lazard had really come up as a number two and wasn't just doing the bruiser baller, you know, blocking stuff right. that he was really well known for. So that was, you know, it's great. It's good Larry's stuff. the man. He's the man. Check out his stuff at Packers.com. Um, I, I just want to give one other little quick thing on Packers uh, blogosphere-esque, I guess. Um, do you you watch the Manning cast at all, Corey? From an yeah, I try to. They do it, like, I try to. When yep. – uh, they're on there. Well, Aaron Rodgers was on there. I think it's there. pretty funny. It's pretty good. Yeah, I love it. That's a great idea. I like I love what they do. So we've had they've had a number of quarterbacks on their show, on the Manning cast. Yep. And and there was now there's now a growing sentiment online that there is a Manning cast curse. Because quarterbacks have gone on that show and then the following week they have not played well. And then, oh, my gosh, it's the Manning cast curse. So when they announced, what was it, two weeks ago, last week, whatever, that Aaron Rodgers was going to be on there, I put it out. I was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the Manning cast. I put it on my Twitter feed. Holy Toledo, the youth of this nation need to go outside and touch some grass because I had so many people in my mentions. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, it's the worst. Ah!" Like, yo. The Manning cast curse bullshit has taken over the Madden <laughs> curse bullshit for the stupidest shit that people believe in. Like, you got to go, like, you know, watch a movie, uh, buy, buy a magazine and read it, or, or, or read some Tolstoy. Do something with your life other than believing in this nonsense. Tolstoy. Anything. I don't care. Check off. Whatever Russian literature you need in your life, please, I beg you. I'm begging you. Discover the written word. Do anything other than believing in this bullshit. By the way, Aaron Rodgers like threw for two touchdowns, a couple hundred yards, and then sat down and was fine on Sunday. The fucking bullshit curse nonsense has got to stop. People, life is too short for you to believe in this bullshit. Stop. I'm begging you. I am begging you from my soul. Please stop. You know what I'm talking about, Corey. I know you do. I do. I mean, I yeah. I I I, <laughs> lo- I lost track of believing that I had anything to do with Packers winning or losing the game or any of that crap. So yeah. Right, a long time ago. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Ago. While we're here, 
before we wrap up Blogosphere here, let's give a shout-out to our friends over at DraftKings, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download it. Now, use promo code CHEESEHEAD. That's promo code CHEESEHEAD. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 in free credits with their first deposit. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and check out all they have to offer, including same-game parlays, player props, live betting, and so much more. DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If sportsbook is not yet available in your state, don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app. They are offering millions of dollars in total prizes every week. Corey, let me ask you this. I know yeah. it's not available yet in, in your area. Nope. It's not available in Wisconsin. It is now newly, freshly available here in New York. It is, is nice. as of last weekend, available in New York. So I'm going to throw down some bets this weekend. Okay. Will you join me, sir? Will you join me? I want I want to throw down a couple, like just some player props, maybe some parlay, you know, just a few things but that I, I'm going to like. I can't. Track. I'm not. In, I'm not going to no, no, be no, in New York. Though. I'm going to. I know you won't, but I'm going to ask you what I should do, and then you oh, can make the determination. Lord, you're going to lose all the money. You're going to yeah, lose all the money. Uh, it's if all you ask about. Me. It's all about having fun, though. That doesn't matter. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Be I'm fine fun. with it. I mean, I'm all I'm right. going to pick the Packers to win. I'm just going to let you know. Well, they don't play this weekend. That's the beauty. Of, that's the beauty of it. We can just like bet on like win. all the other games. <laughs> I don't know any other teams. Oh, we're definitely we're definitely gonna, all the other we're teams. definitely going to lose some some money then. I that, literally hate I every other NFL team, but it's just an, it's just aware. it just what the thing about it is. I have such hatred for every NFL other team. It's just an order of preference of hatred, right? It's just I've prioritized my hatred of those other teams. I actually think, like, I, I've taken that to another level where I don't even like it when people know about other teams. It's like, <laughs> why would you spend your time and bandwidth? Like, you know, you know what's funny? Like, when you watch NFL Network, right? Right, right. None of those people on NFL Network, okay, and I'm not hating on the people, but it's like it's literally impossible to know anything about 31 other teams, 32 teams. It's impossible. Right. It's impossible. Yep. Even if you spend your entire life doing it and watching every NFL game. So it's like basically all the people that talk about all the other teams on NFL Network don't know what the F they're talking about. It's really hilarious. It's a bunch of people uh, not yeah, knowing know. what they're talking about, you. talking about things right. that they're seeing. It's just funny. You know what I mean? It's hard enough to know everything about the Green Bay Packers if you watch every game and go to every press conference and you know this because you do it. <laughs> that's right. That is correct. I mean, that's I tell I say this on daily all the time. It's like I remember those days back with SI, with Bleacher Report, where I would have a fucking binder, all 32 teams, knowing everything I could about the depth chart, who was where, like coaching. I Dude, I kept track of like – the offensive quality control coaches for all the teams. Like, that's how hyper-nerd I was, like, blah, 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 blah. But, like, then you get on the beat, and you start covering a team day by day, and you realize, like, yeah, I don't know anything about any of those other teams. I know some names on a flow chart, maybe, yep. but that's about it. And then I watch the games, and, yeah, this this offensive line is pretty good. And this quarterback is struggling. You know, this this defensive back, I saw him get burned on a double move once. I guess he's kind of aggressive. Like, that's it. That's the surface level, for the most part, that you're getting for anybody who covers the league. Now, there are some that do it better than others. But for the most part, yeah. And then what kills me, though, is that people 
Packers fans will consume stuff from NFL Network or ESPN yeah. or wherever from national pundits, talking heads, whatever, who said, oh, did you see what so-and-so said? No, I don't care what so-and-so said. I What, what no. they say is completely immaterial when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. So I'm with you there. It's just kind of funny to me. It is funny. All right. All right, should we get should we get to some yes. comments, some Facebook and YouTube comments? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we got a super chat from Jacques C. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Jacques C. We got another up, super chat. Uh, wait, I got to check to make sure. Oh, yeah. We got another super chat. See, Nicholas is way ahead of me. We got another super chat from Gavin Jurgens. Thanks for the super chat. Didn't say anything. And then uh, we got another one from Jacques C. Any possibility to get Bill Huber, Jason Wildey on transplants? Love him on the Packers beat. Love what you guys do from Sydney, Australia. Thanks from What's Sydney, up, Australia. Appreciate you. What is funny is we have had Jason on transplants before. I don't think yep. Bill's been on transplants. Um, I've no, asked Bill. I do not before... want Bill Huber on fucking transplants. Get the oh, fuck relax. Out of here. I've asked Bill to. Bill be on Huber is literally the worst question asker in the history of the NFL. By the way, okay. Not even close. Bill Huber. Not even close. Not even. Close. Uh, uh, he's really close. not even close. Not even close. Literally, sir. when people are making he's fun of him, the... talk a little. He's bit not of... even the worst question asker on the beat. Not even close. Not even close. Bill Huber, not on the show, okay? Not over, not over my close. dead body, Nagler. Anyway, so we've had Wildey on before. <laughs> you know what's funny? Wildey. This is true. When we invite Wildey to all kinds started, of stuff, and he just turns us down all He never the time. shows Go up. Ahead, Nagler, well, what's funny yeah, is, like, I was going to say, well, like, literally when we first started, and I've said this before, so this isn't like a secret. It's not a big reveal. But when we very, 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 very first started Transplants back in 2007, that's how long ago, we legit like did like I don't we've done like maybe 10 12 episodes and we were starting to build a kind of a following ESPN not local ESPN like Bristol emailed us and we're like cuz they were starting their their local coverage and they were starting to get people on board and they were like could Jason Wildey who had just signed with ESPN local could he come on Packer Transplants? And we were like, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Like, we couldn't believe that anybody knew who we were. Uh, and the fact that ESPN even knew that Packer Transplants existed was kind of hilarious. So, yes, we've had Will Dion before. Maybe at some point we'll have him on again. We used to end every single show with Jason Wildey saying to Mike McCarthy. Don't give me that drama tonight, Jason. Don't, drama don't, tonight, I don't need Jason. that drama tonight. <laughs> Coach, he has this, like, really long question. It's, like, so long. It's, like, the longest question in the history of the it's, Green Bay it was, Packers. It was, right then, after, it was right after the fail Mary. So, it's like he was trying to, you know, I get what he was saying. I, I don't need that drama tonight, Jason. It's so good. We should, we should, oh, classic. man, we should bring that back. It's a That's classic. We should bring that classic. back for the playoffs. All-time classic. We should, we should do, we can do a montage of, like, the coaches talking to each other, we, you know? Well, no, we had Coach. We had McCarthy and Wildey. And then you remember? Wait, do you remember? Here's a here's a. Oh yeah, a Winston Moss. That was the best. That's year. it. That's right. Well remembered. Well remembered. We uh, have Winston Moss. What, what going. did he say though? What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> he just looks at the camera and goes, or no, he looks off the side because he's talking to Rob. I can't help you. I can't help you. Oh man, that was great. That was so great. So good. Uh, so good. Hold on. Then we got uh, we got uh, Joyce Goose. Sorry if I didn't say your name right, Joyce. What's up, Joyce? I'd rather not screw up. 
I'd rather not screw up our cap by trying to sign A-Rod and Devontae and move on to Jordan Love and be able to keep some of the young guys. Joyce, Joyce, Joyce. I saw this come in. Joyce, you and me are on the same wavelength, Joyce. Joyce, the old, okay, I no one's going to like what I have to say, and if they're going to clip it off, and I don't care, okay? I don't care. We win the Super Bowl. We trade Aaron Rodgers for three first-round draft picks. We probably only get two first-round draft picks. We got two first-round draft picks. Jordan Love, here we go. Back-to-back -back Super Bowls. Let's go. Let's go! Back-to-back -back Super Bowls. Okay, if, if the Green Bay Packers were able to have back-to-back -back Super Bowls with two different quarterbacks, Brian Gutenkunst, right over there, would get a statue next to Curly and Vince. Seriously. So would Matt. So uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Um, All right. I, I would like to say I, I don't agree with a lot of that. Um, I, I'm with <laughs> you on the idea that this could potentially happen, a trade of Aaron Rodgers for a lot of assets. Um, Super Bowl with Jordan Love his first year as a starter. Come on, Nagler. Uh, Come on. I'm not so sure about that. Nagler. I'd love it, Nagler. obviously. Nagler. Nagler. Yes, sir. Remember? Yes, this sir. is like pre-camp, okay? Yeah, we're in, see, we're I kind of like, you, I feel you. Can we just win this vibe. Super Bowl first? Can we, can we worry about that? I'm here for it. Before we start worrying I'm about next year and what they're going to do with Aaron Rodgers, Look, let's just win the Super Bowl. All right? I'm yeah, here everything for it. Else, I'm here to win the Super Bowl. I would like that. Right. I would like that a lot. You know what's? Good? You know Thank what you I'm Joyce. excited about Thank if we win Joyce. the Super Bowl? You, you know what I'm really excited about if we win the Super Bowl, honestly? The parade that will literally go past your home? No. Yes, yes. But even more so than that, is coach in a fedora? Okay, I'm just I'm come here. on. Yes, we've got we've when got get, the evidence. It, we got to get this I want to get him program. the overcoat. I want to get him the overcoat. He's got to get a camel so hair like coat. The, yeah, he's got to get the fedora. Yep. Camel hair coat. Got to get the fedora. Got to get a stogie. Right? Where he's just like, oh, oh yes. Oh, we just won a fucking so Super Bowl. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Um. Then we got Ian. Ian, can't wait to see how they use Z. Def more pressure, which should lead to more INTs with the strength in CB and Jair coming back. Um, eyeballs to the left. Thank you, guys. Go, Pat, go. Down with Thanks, it. Ian. Down with I it. I agree with that. Down I with agree it. with that 100 million thousand percent. Um, Matt, oh, that's funny. Matt's eyebrows are statues by themselves. That's hilarious. <laughs> Nicholas point. is like, where are you going? Where are you going? Um, then we got Carl Van... Nicholas is like, what are you talking about? Uh, Carl Van Beckham, <laughs> uh, dear Corey, don't go to the game. Okay, here's the thing, because I saw a lot of this. Oh, okay. so, here we go. Okay, here so we go. Though, here's the thing, though, but it, but they kind of are right at Lambeau, right? It's kind of true. Right. Okay, I've only been to like two or three playoff games where we won at Lambeau, and I've been to a ton that we didn't. But here's the thing, though, I am a little bit of a good luck charm. I'm gonna say. I was in Philadelphia, Atlanta, Chicago, and Dallas. So you know what I'm saying? Like that was that was, and literally all, I remember going to all, Philadelphia. Those are all on the road, though. I know that's what I was saying. That's what I was. That's what I was kind of saying. But then the thing is, the th and it's true. Like at home, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay, we're just gonna move on <laughs> from so that. <laughs> we're just gonna move on from that. Matt Pearson, thanks for the super chat. Don't care. Brady Bucks, Mahomes Chiefs, Derrick Henry Titans, Dak and Zeke, 49ers D, Belichick's defense, the Bills. Bring it. We winning. I like your attitude. I like your attitude. That's Matt. it. I like it Matt a lot. Pearson Matthew Pearson is a true Packers Matthew, fan. There we go. Matthew Tan from Facebook. I want to give a shout-out to everybody watching us on Facebook. It's going to be Packers versus Arizona game in the next round. Packers, baby. All right. There you go, baby. 
Come on, Matthew. You and Corey on the same uh, wavelength with the Cardinals there. Righty. Uh, PacFan39, maybe Tremont or Leroy next week's episode. What? You don't like us? You don't like us just alone? I like it, though. I like this idea. I mean, I maybe like get... I like where your head's at. Wait a second. Wait a second. Maybe an all-secondary episode. I like it. Former Packers secondary okay. brilliance. Tremont I mean, I'm down. Leroy. I'm down. I, I, I love them both, this. so I'm down. I like it. Johnny Rivers, thanks to Super Chat. When the ball slips your hand like a book by Ayn Rand, that's Amari. When the beer starts to pour and, and fans <laughs> think you're Jamon Moore, that's Amari. Wait, I got to do this right. <laughs> when the ball slips your hand like a book by Ayn Rand, that's Amari. That's Amari. When the beer starts to pour and fans think you're Jamon Moore, that's Amari. Amari. All right. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Wilkie. All the way, wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out. All the stuff I said about Jordan Love earlier, about everyone needs to chill, and we don't know what he is, and nothing means anything yet, apply all that to Amari Rogers. I saw so much Amari Rogers hate during that game. Y'all need to sit back, relax, and listen to the news. He's a rookie, and he's barely played this year. Just hold up on your condemnation. True, true, true. True, I forgot where we were. Uh, Justin Wilkie, thanks for the super chat. Can't wait to see Rodgers hug McCarthy after we beat the Cowboys. Also, let's oh get God. Kava Ring this year. I like where your head's oh at, Justin, as God. usual. That one of picture our, alone. Uh, yeah. Justin, appreciate you being on the live chat all the thanks, time. Justin, uh, Eric Pacheco Jr., in your opinion, do you think Kelly has been playing better than Turner at right tackle? Honest question. Thanks Ooh, for the super chat. That's a really good question. Really good question. Um, I was talking about this with someone who works for an NFL team, who not the Packers, uh, just this week. And to my eyes, which are pretty untrained, yes. Um, to his eyes, which are much more trained, he said it was a push. Um, I'm of the opinion they'll probably they'll put Billy Turner back out there as soon as he's able to go. I know he did individual work today. Mm-hmm. But I think Dennis Kelly has played really well. And I tell you what, uh, you, br- you were talking about Brian earlier and giving him kudos. They've got a dude who played 17 games last year, a starter for a playoff team, legit just sitting there on the bench waiting to come in in case of something happening. I mean, shout out to Brian Gutekunst. Because we, Corey, you know, Packers fans have sat here in years past, you're talking about Ted or whatever, how many times have we seen tackles go down and everything fall apart on the offensive side of the ball? Yep. That has not happened at all this year. And they've gone through like four different tackles. Dennis I Kelly mean, being one of them. I mean, that's pretty amazing. That's you, pretty amazing. I don't know if you can say that hasn't happened at all. What do you mean? You mean as the far game as Jordan like, Love had to go in? Jordan Love got his ass handed to him by blitzes because the tackles couldn't Yeah, but cover. it was just no, it's but that wasn't on the tackles. That's just like there's one more than mm. they can block. I mean, that's not that no. guys were being. It's not, not like this always. Tampa game where guys were being overwhelmed. True. I mean, true. Don't true, get it. True, true. Don't get it twisted. That's true. That's true. But you are also don't right. Don't get it twisted. That, like, don't get the it offensive twisted. line. The offensive line did not play a particularly good game in Kansas City. No, that is true. It was garbage. That is true. Too old for this. Thanks for the super chat. Uh, Matt Lafleur Fedora Fund. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Mark, add it, add it thanks to the for the super chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you do that. 
Uh, Mark, thanks for the super chat. Patreon party at Corey's house for NFCCG. No, no, that's not happening. I, I don't think that's going to um, No. Uh, Ian, but, but appreciate the super chat. Appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> Corey, we were in Washington for the playoff game years ago, and Packers won. Oh, Ian, what's up, Ian? Yes, we were. Yes, we were. Go all you can. You are a great fan. One day I will go to a game with Nags. Ian is a freaking rock star. Dude is cool as hell. Dude, we actually absolutely. we went to the Washington game together. That's 100% right. He lives near there, and it was a lot of fun. The dude totally is a huge Cheesehead TV supporter. Ian, I appreciate you being on the on the show, Ian, on the stream. Ian, tonight. thanks Thank for pointing for out. Yeah, thanks for pointing out once again. A road game. You know what, Nagler? Nagler. Nagler. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, my Lord. I really can't handle you right now. Um, <laughs> all right. So that is wait, all she Wait, wrote. wait, wait. So that's, that's Let me ask you this. this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask yes. you this. Um. So is this so I know Labazetta is like trying to pressure you into going to the game. Yeah, is. So is this your moral dilemma? It's like you have been pressured by a friend to go and you want to go. It's the playoffs, but you know it ain't been pretty in Lambo when you arrive. So is this mm. it? Like no. you're like mm, I don't know. Nagler. I don't know. Nagler. Yeah, yeah. Nagler. Yeah. Lambo yes, needs me, okay? When Lambo <laughs> needs me, I am there. <laughs> I am there. I will be there for Lambo. Okay. I feel so you. All right. No one can get in my way. Okay. No one can get. In I my feel way. you. When it comes to Lambo Field so, and me, it's right there. There's nothing so in my way. You know, is, there's Lombardi Avenue, and that's it, buddy. So what you're saying is that for the playoffs, I'm going to be doing watch parties by myself, and we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Is that it? That, yeah. That's what we're talking about right here. All right. All right. Well, we Sounds should do. We should have Packer Man, so you have like you know little little tunnel. Yeah. Little tunnel. Little tunnel. Little tongue will be with me, no question about it. Um, hey, hey, hey! Quick before before we wrap it up tonight, let's give a shout out to all our Patreon members. Um, look, uh, Patreon is, is phenomenal. The 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 happy hour we have every single week is one of my favorite moments every single week. As far as connecting to Packers fans, literally all over the world, you guys really are the lifeblood of what we do can't thank you guys enough. If you are out there and thinking, you know what, I really enjoy Cheesehead TV, I want to support what they do, you can go to patreon.com slash Cheesehead TV. All we ask is $5 a month. It does support every single part of the brand, the website, the videos, every, the social, everything. Um, so shout out to Patreon members literally across the world because you guys are absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot to us. Corey, you got anything else before we head out for the evening? No, let's do it. I think we're going to have another Packer Transfers next week, so get ready to uh, join us we next will. week. We're going to talk next about week. hopefully the Packers' opponent. Uh, there won't be a Carry the G next week. Um, so, um, no but carry you the will G. have Packers Daily we will throughout have Packer the week. And, no doubt. Yep. So it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a good time. Please hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, and look – we cannot thank you guys enough. Even if and I understand, not everyone can afford five dollars a month or even a dollar a month for a Patreon support. I totally get that. But please do hit like and hit subscribe. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family. This Cheesehead TV. We are trying to connect Packers fans across the world. It's what we've been doing since 2007. We we can't tell you enough how much we appreciate the support. Thank you so much. We are and will always be. Devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide.
What do we like to do? Put the best what out there? Come on, Nagler, help me out. Best five, all right? Best five. <laughs>